I always promised you guys I'd be honest and forthright. You know, that's kind of what Pay It Forward is about. You know, and I've always kind of gone over this at times. Uh, you know, my, my whole spiel was that Pay It Forward was always about positivity in the beginning. And then after my biological dad died, and I say biological dad for those who don't know because I had a spiritual father and a biological father. And um, as I've mentioned a lot of times before, they died one after another. Um, it became more about authenticity because I realized that being authentic and sharing with y'all the honesty and the realness of where I was coming from and speaking life into everybody was going to bring more positivity in the world anyway, which was the goal of pay it forward. Take what I've learned, pay it forward to someone else. Um, so what I've been promising you guys is that I'd be honest and I want to, you know, expand that in that I really want to be transparent here. And, um, you know, sometimes I still fall into the radio host thing and kind of radio hosts don't really deal with being transparent. You know, you kind of just deal with being a good talker, um, good at, you know, coordinating interviews and all that stuff like that. But I really want to try my best to be transparent here. Um, I'm really, I feel emotionally backed up today and I've been feeling a lot of grief um, and it feels almost like a numbness right now. Um, I feel sad. I, I feel like it's trapped in my body a lot of times, the emotions. I feel like I want to cry, but I don't know how to do it. And I can feel the way it's affecting my body. And it's scary. I know it's grief. I know it's deeply potent. I know it's there. I And I don't. I, I, I feel scared because for all the emotional intelligence and stuff that I feel like I gained over the years, I feel like I, I just. I don't know how to access, access it all. Like, man. Like, I focus so much on just trying to say the right things, be the right kind of person. And I just feel like those ideas are just kind of falling away from me and you know I feel like it's a good thing it's a scary thing but I feel like it's a good thing but I feel scared I really do I feel scared And I promised that I would bring life into this and I wouldn't pretend. 
And I have so much that I want to talk to you guys about and so much to unpack here because there's been so many new revelations and understandings that I've gotten even about myself. And all of them lend towards me being receiving blessings and being compassionate towards myself. And I do not have the slightest clue on how to effectively do that. So thanks for letting me give my my best shot here. But I will still say it is still good morning, good afternoon, good evening and good night because we got an international audience. It's still your host, Mr. Brandon Wade. But you can call me B2. You can call me B squared. You can call me whatever you want to call me. If you see me in the street, you know, if you see me at a function, if you see me at an event or something like that, the only rule, as I told y'all before, is you can call me whatever you want to call me as long as it's nice. That part ain't changed. I want to welcome y'all back to Pay It Forward, your favorite podcast, your favorite radio show. Even though it doesn't always come off this way, I genuinely enjoy doing this. And I'm I'm very happy that I have the opportunity to be able to do this whenever I want to, however I want to. Everything is set up, you know, and it gets better from here. Um, but I do have a lot of stuff I want to talk about. And lately, my intros have been a lot more serious because the things I've been dealing with have been deep and serious. Um, so... I promised I would be transparent and I'm going to do that. Um, so a couple things have happened over this, this last couple months. Um, one, uh, I've had a lot of death anniversaries, um, this last month. Uh, my spiritual father died. I think it was like May 27th. He died. And of two years ago, 2020, um, you know, my biological dad died in April, so they basically almost died a year and a half apart from each other. Um, they died, um, and then my the memorial for my dad was on June the 7th, would have been, you know, three years ago. And then my birthday just came around, which was the 14th, and my spiritual father's birthday would have been tomorrow on the 20th, and... As of today, it's Father's Day. So you can imagine that my grief feels kind of compounded right about now because everything involving fathers and parents is all happening in this month and it feels overwhelming. And, and it's been frustrating because I've felt, you know, generally on in, in high spirits. And I know that that's a real positive thing to say. But, man, I have felt numb so much. And I've and I started to figure like I was like, I don't feel like I'm crying. Like I cried a little bit not too long ago, like maybe a month or two ago. And I was like, I don't feel like I'm crying. And I don't think that's a good thing. So much has been stored in my body. I've just felt this energy stored in my body. It's been affecting how I've digested food. It's been affecting just everything. And I've been like, F, what is wrong with me? Like, I just want to, I, I, I want to, I want to, but I just haven't been able to. And um, on my birthday, I just became aware of like, 
how much I've really needed to and wanted to start addressing this stuff around my, my, my biological dad. And then on top of that, my spiritual dad, then on top of that, I had a recent discovery because of a friend of mine, um, who does a lot of studies on ADHD and things of that nature that not only do I am pretty confident that I have ADHD as well as I am on the autistic spectrum. And I just figured that out. Um, I even did like a small little test. I haven't done an official diagnosis yet. Um, but I did. And I know that that's not, you know, again, popular amongst a lot of spiritual people or Christians because, you know, we all want to focus on, you know, the goodness of God and, you know, there's a lot of goodness of God in many things. So I've just felt burdened and pressured and scared. These men were like rocks to me. Like they were always there. My dad was could be chaotic as MF, but he was always there. And I still cannot believe that it's been three years and I've realized I'm never going to hear him say again. All right, boy, see you when I get back. See you when you get back home. We'll be here. He's not going to be here anymore. And my spiritual father, he had his he had his shortcomings and his faults. But that man texted me every single day. He was the man that taught me that it wasn't weird to say I love you to a son. He was the one that got me used to being able to say the words I love you because it wasn't words my dad said very often. He filled in the gaps and they're both gone. I cannot tell you how scared, how angry and how alone I feel. And now I got people looking up to me and I said, what do I even have to give you? I still feel like I'm five right now. I feel scared in my body. Scared all the way around. I have all these skills and it feels like I don't even have the bandwidth to use them. There's so much stuff that I look at and I'm just like, if I just had the, 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 the overflow in my, in my mind, in my heart, in my spirit to just be able to do it, I could do so many things, but I just can't bring up the strength to be able to do it. I have so much fun stuff that I want to do and play and all these things like that. And sometimes I just feel like I can't do anything, but just look at the wall. I feel so scared. I feel scared that I'm going to snap on somebody if they say the wrong thing to me. I still feel the weight of responsibility for stuff that I know logically I'm not even responsible for. I'm not responsible for fixing and carrying the legacy of my parents, of my dad, of my spiritual dad, and yet I still feel responsible for it. And I wish I didn't. I still feel obligated. And I don't know how to stop. I have struggled. I 
I've wondered about what this means for my own faith. Whether I believe in God or not. Whether I should even be telling people about a, a, a God that I feel like I don't have to believe in in most days. Like what what purpose or what gain is there for me to encourage people in something that I damn near feel like I don't want to get involved in on most days. I mean, I'd be on a prayer, be on prayer calls and things like that. And I feel great. And I still feel like I'm empty. Because I feel abandoned. It still feels like they ain't love me. And I don't need no damn logic. Somebody talking about, well, if they, you you just got to know it wasn't your, it wasn't your fault. No, I know that logically. I understand that. And it still feels that way to the little boy that is still standing in his kitchen at five years old. It still feels that way. And I didn't, I'm trying to figure out how to feel these things. And I just don't know. There's so much I know, and then there's so much, the more that I feel like I know, the less I feel like I know. I know I haven't wanted advice, I just want presence. I haven't wanted advice. I've just wanted presence. I've tried to give it. I don't need nobody's advice. Because then it feels like I'm trying to comfort that person instead of addressing how I actually feel. And I'm not going to let my body tell the story on how I feel. I'm going to feel what I need to feel here. I don't know what it means to grieve. I mean, I'm I'm doing so many things and I felt so successful and I've also felt like I was just bearing under the weight of this, these different things. And I've, I've struggled, man. I felt so embarrassed about myself, man. 
I've had addictions show themselves. Addictions being a way of trying to regulate feelings that I feel are beyond me. I, again, had made more money, but I, I'd spent, I'd spent almost $2,000 on different types of porn that you could just buy and no, not illegal stuff. So don't ask about that crap. Just cause I've been struggling on the inside. Lonely. I don't even know how to feel about them. My parents, I mean, not my mom, thank God, you know, for my mom, but these were people that were always here. And at least I could have said that about them. And now I'm sitting in where my dad's office was. With all my stuff here now. You know, in the Bible, they talked about lamentations. And if you've never read it, lamentations is basically people grieving things, people grieving losses. People talking about things that that, that really hurt for them. And... There's been no room for lamenting in what I've noticed in most spiritual practices and lately none more so than than, than Christianity. There's no room for grieving. You know, you should just be happy. And that's 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 stupid. It's it's just flat out stupid. Because it's easy it's been easy for me to say like how could how can you heal what you don't accept what you don't agree with what you don't agree what you don't reveal but it's something else to reveal these things and it's ironic that I felt more resentment around the addiction that 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 stirred up in my 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 heart around porn than I did around the fact that I haven't been grieving I haven't felt like I had the time or space I felt like I was in survival mode and I felt scared scared that this was going to affect my body you know scared that you know, I wouldn't be able to, you know, 
fully see all these things and 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 and, and experience the life that God has just scared. Maybe part of being scared is part of grieving. Maybe that's a part of it. (laughs) Feeling alone. I'm trying to let that be a thing. I really don't like the way it feels, though. Anger, lust, rage, happiness, dopamine, all those things are always easier. I don't know how to give the same grace that I keep talking about giving to others to myself. I don't even know how to do that. And it's frustrating because it's like I can look at myself objectively, understand that it's something that needs to be done, and then feel like I'm struggling to even bother. People will compliment me and say really nice things, and it'll feel good for a second, but it just kind of goes into the bank of things people said. But this is bringing out something in me that I hadn't considered. I just want to be witness. Not discouraged or encouraged, per se. Encouragement's good. But just to be witnessed. Without judgment, to be witness, to be blessed too, of course, but to be witnessed. I'm always kind of proud of these pay it forwards and how they come out. And then at the same time, I know that the people that train me in radio would be like hella mad that I've taken so many pauses and stuff because in radio, you're not allowed to take pauses because every second is a second that someone can turn away, you know, and it may not even be advised that much on podcasts because they might say, oh, there's a bunch of silence here. But here's a place where I can be honest. And beyond honest, I can be transparent. See, I could fill the gaps with words. But it wouldn't be transparent of me. I guess this is just more part of the journey of finding out who I actually am. Underneath these different ideas of who I've had that I am. What does it mean to be 
my dad, Robert Wade. What does it mean to be Robert Wade's son, but Brandon Wade at the same time? You know, looking and realizing that I was on the autistic spectrum this whole time makes me feel better, but it also explains why I've had less emotional capacity for a lot of things. What I have, I've learned, but it didn't come naturally to me. And it's kind of scary to be able to look at the world in this way. Kind of not really knowing whether you were ever in the world in the first place. Made sense why I always felt like an imposter. Because in a lot of ways I was being an imposter. Because I was trying to protect myself from the idea that what I thought about things was maybe not going to be accepted. I was always a socially awkward kid. The one who always seemed to miss the timing of jokes. So I studied people. I studied and studied and studied and studied. I would look at them until until I finally seemed to get the joke timing. But even to this day, even though it doesn't take nearly as much effort as it did when I was a kid, I still feel frantic on the inside of like, did I say the right thing? I hope that when I said this, this didn't come out weird. And it, it still shows up. And it is exhausting. It's exhausting to try to always pretend like shit's normal. I had a conversation with my current spiritual mentor today and I feel like I couldn't even I still don't I, I don't I've only known him for you know a few years of year or two. But I, I just I don't genuinely feel that I can trust him with how I actually feel. It's not necessarily because of him, but I don't I don't feel that our relationship is progressed enough to where I can trust him with how I actually feel about things. And he asked me how I was feeling today, and I was like. I don't think you're really asking me. But I wasn't able to be honest with him because I was just afraid of losing him too. It is a terrifying feeling. A gut-clenching feeling to... To feel these these things and I can just feel it flowing through my body. I'm just trying to be present with it. This has always been the day where, you know, people will say, well, don't don't you want to take time to remember your dad and, you know, remember your spiritual father? And I'm like, I don't even know what that would bring out of me. I'm scared to that I will scream. 
scared. So this is part of me meeting you guys, whoever is listening, and part of me meeting myself. This is the greatest gift I think I can give to my kids, to the kids that I'm ministering to, to all the people that you know are listening to me, is to not pretend. I didn't even know what all this stuff looks like. I'm sitting in this room full of all my dad's old stuff. Um, all his old tools and camera equipment. And I feel tight in the chest. I just feel sad. So I'm feeling with you if you're feeling a lot of grief on this Father's Day. I feel with you. And I want to try to demonstrate to you guys what it means to actually feel something. I just really hope it means something. Not just to someone else, but to me. Another thing the Bible says is present yourself a living sacrifice. And that has a lot of connotations. But what I've noticed is that people in spiritual communities kind of take that the wrong way. You know, people saw in the Bible what, you know, many believe Jesus to have done and they've taken that and been like what God wanted us to do was duplicate that same thing so if Jesus got hung up on a cross you need to be hung up on a cross too and that's not really the point to present yourself a living sacrifice is to allow the experiences of your life to bless others and point others to God. Without having to take anything from your, without having to take anything from them, a living sacrifice means that other people get the benefit of me opening up. It means that whereas I could, hide it instead I share it 
whether it was asked as a gift. I want to be able to forgive my parents, my not my my mom, but my my biological dad and my and my spiritual dad for abandoning me. I don't even know how to do that. I want to but it tightens in my chest just thinking that these people have actually abandoned me. It's taken me two years and it still doesn't, I still feel like my spiritual father is going to call me at any moment and say it was all a prank. I've wondered so many things, you know, because I have all these talents and all these abilities and all these skills. And it just feels like they take a minimum of, of, of effort to operate. But I barely even feel like I have that most days. Opportunities. People will say, can you come out here? Can you do this? And I want to talk to you about this editing job and things like that. And I'm sitting here like I don't even know if I would be able to feel like I would be able to be composed enough to even be around you and express that social energy without wanting to scream. And everybody's talking about fathers. Father's Day. Rest appreciate you dad and then my spiritual dad was the next day after father's day and it's father's day i feel really happy and really sad And my mind want me to pick one, but I can't. What does it mean to show compassion to yourself? What does it mean? I don't know. I would imagine it looks something like this. What does it mean to be able to look at yourself without the expectations of your father figures? Silent or, or or not silent. What does it mean to be able to look at yourself based on other things? Like I've wanted to do guest segments for a while and I just haven't had it in me. There's so many people I want to be able to talk to that I think could really contribute to these conversations. And that same drive that I had to network with people and things like that, I just don't have it. And it's frustrating 32 and I still feel like I should be so much farther and I also feel proud of how far I have come
I feel many times disappointed in myself like I could have done so much better but then I also feel pleased with myself like I could have done so much worse either I am at a good place I'm realizing that I have to live my life without my dad. And yes, I do know the whole, but your parents are in you and with you. I see evidence of my dad all the time. I even see evidence of my spiritual father all the time. Yes, I know that. But the fact that these people cannot just be called, I can't just ring the phone anymore. I mean, screw the things that I felt that they did. They were always there. And now I'm discovering all these things and, Sometimes I just want my dad to say, boy, it'll be all right. And I can't ask him to say that no more. Or my spiritual father to say, love you, son. And he's not going to say that anymore. I don't know how to be better. And I guess it just always felt like if I I did good enough, it would still draw their attention. But it doesn't matter anymore. It does. It deeply matters to me. But it doesn't matter anymore to them because wherever they've gone, they're there. And then soon I'll have a family. You know, I don't know when that'll be, but soon I'll have a family of my own. don't know I have hope that God say he hears the broke he he's near to the broken heart and binds up he heals the broken heart and binds up their wounds that he's near to the broken heart and saves those who's crushed in spirit but for me right now that just hella sound like a script What does it even mean to be a son when you don't feel that you have any fathers? I appreciate the men and women and the friends I have that have fathers and are fathers and also feel so alone in that. I feel not even jealous that they can celebrate their fathers, but jealous of the fact that they have presence. And it's not like I want my parent, my, my biological dad and spiritual dad back so much is that 
I don't know. I just wish that I didn't have to lose them. So I guess you could say this is my gift to everybody that's listening. This grieving process that I'm in. This is my gift to everybody. That my differences don't stop me from being connected and being human. And what I'd want from my friends is not just to be witnessed, but that they will let me witness them too. So if you do pray, then just pray that I'll continue to be honest and transparent in walking through this grief process and that God will continue to bless me and have mercy on me and my heart and my body and my, my, my thought process. And that it would just be meaningful. I almost forgot naturally that this was Father's Day because I'd been so caught up in a lot of different events and stuff like that. I go a lot of places. So, again, I experience a lot of good things. But this last week I felt hella disassociated. Like I feel like I'm here and not here at the same time. So I'm going to do my best to rest and take it easy and be more respectful of my my body and myself. But I wanted to make sure that I paid it forward to everybody, that I didn't pretend. And for all the men out there, especially if you're a black man like me, and you never learned how to, or you from any culture that didn't teach you, but especially if you're black like me, where they didn't really teach us how to grieve. They ain't teach us how to be sad. I mean, I saw three or four times in my life my dad ever cried. They didn't teach us how to be sad because they wasn't taught how to be sad. They wasn't taught how to feel all the feelings that come with being a man, as well as just being a human. Whether you are spiritual or you're not, whether you don't, whatever your, your system or pattern of belief is, understand that here, yeah, we want you to grieve here. And if you're grieving today, I'm listening to you. I'm sympathizing and standing with you. And my prayer is the same thing I asked for for me would happen to y'all in Jesus' name. That y'all would get blessed with the same peace and healing that I'm asking for. For anybody that happens to be listening. 
I do love you guys, man. I'm always happy every time I get to come back to a pay it forward. I love this stuff. God has his timing for all this uh, this stuff. These episodes are necessary, I believe. And as things continue to change, I'm going to tell you guys. As I continue to evolve and grow, I'm going to tell you guys. But this is a journey. And this journey going to be going for many decades to come. God say the same. This journey going to be going for quite a while. So if you were blessed by it, pay it forward to somebody. Go give somebody a hug or something. Go sit with somebody and say happy Father's Day. Go be present with somebody. Go be a giver, man. Just realize your very presence could help somebody. That's what I'm trying to do here. I want to thank y'all for listening. I want to thank y'all for visiting me this Father's Day. thank y'all for being honorable and upright people and whether you are or not that you're just taking the opportunity to really soak this in and I want to thank y'all for paying it forward again I love y'all and I say peace peace